Hello and welcome to the AF podcast with me, your host, Ali Mack. So yeah, finally back to podcasting. It has been a long time since I've done one of these, but it has been a very busy few months. We've had a lot of positive changes, so we now have our own gym space. Group training is up and running again. The Barbell Club is up and running and yeah, just building a nice little community. So with that in mind, I wanted to bring back the podcast just to add a bit more value to the content and hopefully build the brand out a little bit too. I've always found it easier to kind of sit and communicate information like this as opposed to typing out things on Instagram. So yeah, it'll just allow me to go a bit more in depth to some things and also hopefully get some guests on along the way. So the plan is I just want to go solo today to get it going again, get it up and running. But the plan is to bring some other coaches on, kind of talk about different coaching philosophies and styles, give you a bit of insight there, and also get some clients on. So I think that'll be really exciting because I will be able to give you some insight into kind of the changes we've made um, along the way with different clients to help them kind of achieve the results they have and just generally get them to a good place. So with all that said, where I'm going to start today is I'm kind of going, going to go back to basics and go through what we are about as a brand because it's something I've been discussing a lot more recently with newer clients um, and inquiries in general. I've kind of had a few sort of key questions asked, so I thought I would cover it through this in a bit more depth and it'll also give you an understanding of where I'm going to go when I get into some deeper subjects sort of over the weeks. It'll help you understand the kind of angle I'm coming from. Then I'm going to do a wee q and I got a few nice questions asked on my Instagram. Uh, I asked for questions for the podcast, so got four or five there that I'm going to go through and probably round it off there. So cool. Right. Let me get into this. So where will I start? So let's just start right at the beginning. So why did I start Authentic Fitness? So when I got into fitness about six years ago, it was quite, there was a lot of fads kicking about at that time. So there was a lot of like weight loss shakes and Herbalife and different diet trends like, um, what's it called? Keto, carnivore, um, all these sort of fasting diets and stuff. So a lot of that stuff kind of kicking about. Um, and I knew from my own journey that it wasn't that complicated. So I wanted to create Authentic Fitness to kind of cut through all that bullshit, basically, and create a brand that gave people what they needed, essentially. So taught you the basics, taught you the truths you needed to know to be successful and get results. So that was kind of the goal of the brand initially, In terms of how that's kind of evolved, I think it's evolved from more of a physical thing to kind of all-encompassing. Like a lot of the time it's spent now kind of looking at mindset and helping people get to a good place. Again, I suppose it's important to go through my own journey in terms of how we got there. Through my own experience for anyone that doesn't know my kind of journey into fitness, I was in my so early 20s, I was about 23 stone. I was a big chap and lost about 10 stone. 
over a couple of years, that was kind of my journey. Um, once I got down to that 13 stone mark, I was kind of like, right, I want to do this for a job. I want to help people change their lives. And that was kind of what led me into personal training. But through that journey, I kind of learned a lot of do's and don'ts along the way. Um, and one of those big don'ts, I think, that has really shaped the way I coach people is not to become solely focused on body image because, again, relative to the time I got involved in fitness, it was very bodybuilding focused at the time. That was kind of the trend. So it was basically about how shredded you could get um, as a guy. So I became really, really obsessed with body image. And ironically, as I got leaner, the, the obsession grew and... I would say my confidence probably got worse. Like I was probably more confident at 23 stone than I was at 13. And it's because I think image in that sense, if you're solely focused on your body image in training um, or just in general, there's always going to be room for improvement. Like there's always going to be something you could change here and there. And if that is your sole focus, you'll never find, you know, happiness and contentment with it. So in terms of how I work with clients, body image changes are important because ultimately you need to be confident in how you look to be happy but we kind of look at performance aspects and appreciating the kind of small wins in terms of lifestyle and mindset as well so that kind of leads that kind of insight maybe leads more into why I have such a strong belief in strength training being the key um, to getting people kind of those results they want and into a good headspace. So when I'm talking about performance-based results, I'm talking about having that kind of measurables in the gym of signs of improvement in your training too. Because I find when you get people more training focused, more strength training focused, that it diverts that attention away from body image and in diluting that focus, you tend to actually get better results because the whole process is less pressurized and more enjoyable. I also think the beauty of strength training is it ultimately builds confidence and resilient mindsets. Okay, so a lot of the time when people start out, I'll pick quite a common movement that is intimidating. So the likes of a back squat on a barbell, okay, can seem like a really intimidating movement because the weight is actually sitting on you and you're a bit like, yeah, it just seems like that's never going to happen. And one of the most satisfying things I find in the process is when you take somebody from like squatting their body weight to squatting the barbell for the first time, because the absolute confidence boost that is being able to do something that you never thought you would be able to do when you set foot in the door, the knock on effect of that is huge because as you conquer those hurdles and as you get stronger in the gym and in your training and you tick off more of these things that, you know, maybe seem scary to start with, you start to have more self-belief and more self-confidence. And that spreads because, again, a lot of the time with nutrition, it's not you know a lack of ability that stops people being able to change. It's a lack of self-belief in their ability to make that change. So as you become more confident in yourself, believe in yourself a bit more, people tend to adhere to nutrition better. And it's just kind of a really positive knock-on effect. And it all stems from having that slight bias towards strength. So I suppose if I was to look at the bigger picture and summarize what we do, we build stronger people physically and mentally, and that's my goal. So, you know, the wins are beyond 
just body image. They're all round. And yeah, that kind of gives you a bit of insight into what we're about and what you can expect to get from working with us. So it's kind of aiming to be the complete package. So yeah, I suppose that's kind of a brief summary of that. What am I at? Eight minutes. So I think probably where I'll go from from there, since I'm just solo, is I'll get into some of these questions I got asked on the story. So I kind of, I've got four or five, or I've narrowed it down to four or five because I got a couple of kind of repeat questions and I thought probably the best way to approach it was just to kind of summarize them. So I will start um, with the first one and just go from there. So first one I got was, can you build muscle at 58 years old? So I'm going to suspect the person that asked this is potentially 58 years old looking to build muscle. So simple answer is yes, you can. I think probably one one of the biggest changes fitness-wise recently, I would say, in my time in it as well has been, I don't, I don't know, older is maybe the wrong word, but you know, people in their sort of 40s to 50s getting into training and getting into strength training and finding that they actually can get stronger um, and build a bit of muscle in their later years. I think it's a really common perception that like once you get into your 30s, you can expect things to sort of physically go downhill, which again is complete bullshit. I think more commonly the case is when you get into your 30s, life's busier, you know, you might have a more um, demanding career by that point, so less time for yourself, you might have kids, you know, a family, commitments with work, you know, people just generally have less time. So what tends to happen is they put themselves on the back burner, you know, there's other priorities and that's where the physical, you know, changes tend to come, you know, and you're just not as in good shape because you've not got the same time to put into being in good shape. But I think what's been shown over the last few years, you know, I've worked with clients that have, you know, developed phenomenal shape, been in the best shape of their lives, you know, in their late 40s into their 50s, you know, and the strongest they've been too. And it is literally just from reprioritizing and putting themselves first. So the answer is yes, you can build muscle at 58. Um, Obviously, there's going to be hormonal changes by that point that might affect the rate you can do it. But self-improvement is possible at any age, I would say. And in that sense, don't let age deter you from pursuing goals like that and fitness-related goals in general. So, yeah, that kind of answers question one. What is the second question? So, how do you stay consistent in training? So, the actually way the actual way this question was worded was struggling for motivation um, with my training. Some days I find it really easy. Some days. I find it really tough to go to the gym. What should I do? So I've just kind of summarized it into how do you stay consistent with training? So I think the key with this, and this is something I do with clients, is you need to connect with why you're actually training, okay? So let me give you a really common example. For example, a lot of the time when I sit down in consultations with people, the goal is always I want to lose weight, whether it's someone who actually needs to lose weight or or not. And I think a lot of the time that's a generalized goal because we associate weight loss with happiness. Whereas what you're you know what you might actually be meaning is that you just want 
to be body confident, you know, and that that's a different story because you know if you're somebody who is, you know, potentially leaner to start with, and you want to see body image changes, you don't want to lose weight, you want to build muscle, you know, so that that's a different kind of outcome. So I think a lot of the time people misconnect with why they're going to the gym. Okay, so first and foremost, you need to really honestly and openly assess what it is you're looking to achieve from training. And I tend to find when people can connect with those goals, they get better results. So don't just generally approach training like, I need to do this um, just because I want to lose a few pounds. Because if you don't really want to lose a few pounds and you actually want to build some muscle, then it's just kind of cheating yourself, if that makes sense. Like you're not really prioritizing what you want from training another good example and probably a better way of putting it is i had an older client once who came to me who had tried to lose weight previously and had never been able to find the consistency with it and we sat there and discussed the goals and they're like yeah i just want to lose weight but can never seem to get myself in a in the right place to do it and i went right well let's take a step back and look what at what losing weight could mean for you and one the one that hit home and it might sound quite blunt, but it really, it made the impact was, I said, maybe change it differently to like, you know, I want to be here, you know, in 10, 20, 30 years time to see my grandkids. And that kind of really resonated with the person and completely changed their mindset towards what they were doing. So it wasn't just, I need to lose a few pounds for myself. There was actually a deeper meaning to what they were doing. So really thinking about things on a deeper level connecting with your goals and generally that will lead to better consistency because it removes that need for motivation motivation isn't something to rely on um, I find myself with training you know I've got long-term goals I want to achieve but probably more often than not sessions are harder than I would like them to be you know I'm not absolutely buzzing going into every session but because I have that connection with my long-term goals it's much easier to keep turning up. So basically, take a step back, really assess what you want from training, why you're doing it, and generally, you will find consistency is a bit easier to achieve. Okay, so next question. Struggling to hit the programmed weights I have in training, what do I do? Is it me? <laughs> so that is an extremely open-ended question. Um and truthfully, something I probably can't give you a specific answer for because I don't know the situation in depth, right? But what I can do is give you a few key things to consider again. And if you want to discuss it in a bit more detail, then you can always drop me a message. So with training and with having set weights for a set day, there's kind of two things to consider, right? It, it depends what the goal is but if it's strength training for example um, and you're going down the set weights for each day approach and you're pushing quite hard you have to understand that there's going to be fluctuations in your ability day to day okay so again writing a program out that's like percentage based is great until you actually try and practically apply that so quite a lot of the time how I train people uh, with strength-based goals, how I train, you know, my sort of competitive lifters is with RPE. So I'll give them weights, but
but it tends to be weight ranges as opposed to like set weight. So it's kind of like if you go in and you're feeling amazing, here's the top end. If you go in and you're not feeling so good, here's a minimum of what we're looking to achieve. And I go more down the RPE route. So it's kind of adjusting to the weights on the day. Because in terms of, I suppose in terms of the knock-on effect of going down that kind of set weight route, um, that can have a knock-on effect on confidence. And I always think you're better to go in and put your best foot forward on the day. Long-term, like it sounds really boring, but going in, doing what you can on the day um, and, you know, factoring in just where you are in that session as opposed to putting the pressure on yourself of smashing big weights all the time is going to lead to a better result long-term. It's not flashy. It's nice to, you know, go in to the gym and feel like, you know, you're working really hard and all the rest of it. When it when it comes to strength, it's ultimately about consistency and it's a time game. Like, quite often people comment on the, the weights I lift in my training and stuff like that, but the only reason that's happened is because I've been doing this for like 15 years. It's not something that happened overnight. You know, it's a long-term investment and that's essentially what strength training is. So don't rush the process. What I would say is ultimately if you're missing weights in training, it depends on the context of what you're trying to do. If you're trying to compete, maybe really reassess where you are in your training. Do you need to be pushing right now? And what I would say is take a more conservative approach. Chances are you'll get injured less, you'll enjoy it a bit more, and you're much more likely to keep turning up for years and years after that. So, yeah, that was kind of the main questions I got asked, I think. Um, and, yeah, probably rambled on about that last one for a little bit longer than I should have. But, yeah, I think I will round it off there. So, as I said, hopefully next episode I will either have a client on or I will have possibly my little brother on and get a chat with him about some stuff in a bit more detail if there is anything in particular you would like me to cover in terms of subject and or you know anything you got a question with yourself let me know and yeah I will speak to you all soon